Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Support Wrestle Talk. Give us a subscribe. Hello and welcome to Wrestle Ramble. This is Luco and I'm Ollie Davis, and today we are going to be engaging in the latest round of fantasy booking warfare, which is the huge scenario of the Shield reuniting. Luke's going to pitch his scenario, I'm going to pitch my fantasy booking, and you're going to decide who's better. And the winner, well, it's. Well, if, if you want to go to any of those, click the timestamps in the video description below or stay here where we're going to briefly explain the rules. It's all for this Money in the Bank briefcase. Lunchbox. Briefcase. Inside is a secret, a scandal that could ruin me. I currently possess it. Touch his hand. However, the scores are currently 3-2 in your favour. You, we, we drew the Great Balls of Fire results in predictions... You won the Kurt Angle fantasy booking, mm-hmm. which is a travesty. <laughs> I should have won that. So it's, uh, you know, that was 2-1 to you. Yep. Then I won the Bailey fantasy booking, 2-all, and then you won Battleground. Battleground. Yes, with mate. Your, with your, on one match prediction, which with was Natalia, Natalia winning. It's funny enough, actually, I was listening to uh, the Gorilla Position talking about their dinner background. You've got something in your eyebrow as well. Oh, um, how about now? Yeah, you got it. Um, talking about their Battleground review, and they were saying, like, yeah, none of us picked Natalia. Like, none of us even had her in a conversation. And I was like, was I the only person you who were. saw the Natalia thing Before coming? Before the spoiler came out Friday night. Yeah, no. Yeah, I... you were. Well on So, that. yes. Please don't let that play into who you vote for, though. Please do vote for the better scenario. Yes. Otherwise, that's mean. Uh, and, you know, there's, there's other opportunities. Because if it's a draw, the briefcase remains with me. Briefcase. Okay, so we do have... Today's one, I'll be going first, and that is reuniting the shield. Now I wanna I mean I'm gonna peel the curtain back a little bit here for the for the Wrestle Talk universe, for the Wrestle Talkers. Uh I got a text message from Ollie this morning uh, oh, yeah. about the uh today's fantasy book in warfare, essentially saying, like, oh, I've got a doozy. I've got an absolute winner right here. And I was like, oh, Balderdash. But as we left the studio yesterday, you said I've pretty much got mine already. I'm Luke Owen. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm I Luke got, from WrestleTalk. I haven't got anything. So I, re- I, was, I went to bed last night kind of thinking of it and writing a few things down on my little notepad next to my bed. And when I woke up this morning, the magic of the sleeping subconscious had done the work for me. See, whereas I was on the tube coming over, my early bravado had faded away. And I suddenly thought, oh, I don't think I've actually got... I've kind of got, I've got the start, but I haven't got the end. 
But then as my, I, I started when I got on the district line at Mile End, which gives me about 20 minutes before I get to Dagnam East. And I was like, oh, I've got this. Mm. And I wrote out a pretty sterling, uh, what I think is a pretty great uh, fantasy book in warfare. And I came into the studio full of that bravado was right back. I walked right back in and I was like, this is the face of a winner. You know, that's how you open the day with me. Yeah? <laughs> this is the face of a winner. It's, um, this. I feel like this is the closest fantasy book in warfare in terms of pre-game talk. Yeah, we've been talking a big game all day. Because, like, we're, we're recording this more or less before we leave the studio today. We've yeah. got like, a couple of little bits left to do. But every now every time you and I do something, we're like, we should go do the ramble because we need to... Yeah. I just I want to get this this. I can't book wait to say mine. I I, ca- I can't see how yours is going to be better. I'm <laughs> sure you you feel the same way. So uh, let's get to it. Firstly, Adrian Garcia and Kabyak. I hope I pronounced that Kabyak. right. Kabyak. Kabyak. Uh, they both emailed in asking for this scenario. If you've got any fantasy booking warfare scenarios you want us to to see us go to war over. Email them into Ollie at WrestleTalk.tv. That's O-L-I at WrestleTalk.tv. But for now, here comes my one. So I'm going, I'm starting my Shield reunion fantasy booking from where we are right now in uh, our WWE stories. As have I. Um, I think that was, that was a prerequisite for our um, yeah. the, the fantasy booking scenario. When you texted me last night, that was this scenario anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, right now in WWE, you've got this wonderful storyline between Seth and Dean, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Seth Rollins is trying to regain the trust of Dean Ambrose so they can team together. It looks like they're being positioned for a title shot for the Raw Tag Team Championships against Sheamus and Cesaro. At SummerSlam. Okay, so that's indeed right. Well, so that's where we start. That's where we start. Ooh. Okay, I I have not seen anything of this. I've not even mm. looked at your like even caught a glimpse of the yeah. words on your screen. So I'm just going to look. I was going to drink my coffee while I listened, but I decided that, that might make disgusting you might, sounds. You might spew it out <laughs> when you hear certain bits. Okay, so here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fist bump doesn't happen. You know that you still have this this same dynamic of Dean slowly thawing a little bit more with Seth Rollins, but Dean still isn't fully into the idea that Rollins is a trustworthy person. So he's keeping himself back a bit still. And this goes week through week. Meanwhile, Sheamus and Cesaro, they're raw, um, the tag team champions, who the shield, the two shield people, the sword, whatever they're called, are facing at SummerSlam. They go on a proper mean streak. Now they know they've got to up their game. They've got Rollins and Ambrose to fight against. Two former WWE champions. Exactly. So, Sheamus starts taking people out with a steel-capped bro kick. So that's like the big injury angle. And people don't get up from that. He's taking people out left, right and centre. And you, you you keep them apart. You don't have them face each other in a match until SummerSlam. So now you get to SummerSlam and uh, the tension between Death, uh, Death, Death, Dean and Seth is is still there. And in the go home show, it's it looks like they're going to break up. Like things haven't been. It's it's at the worst possible point between Death, Dean and Seth now. <laughs> maybe, that, Death. maybe that's their tag team name. Yeah, Portman two word like Shamaro. Uh, so that's the go home show. You go into SummerSlam being like, oh, I don't know if Ambrose and Rollins are going to cooperate well in this. They're having the match. It's a good match. Near the end, um, Ambrose is dazed. He's going to get hit with the steel tap. You can see Sheamus puts on the steel cap for his boot. He's selling it up. The referee's down. He goes for the bro kick. 
Rollins pushes Ambrose out the way and gets the the steel the DIY spot yeah the ladder spot so Seth Rollins sacrifices himself for Dean and that's when D- Dean looks at what's just happened and he stands up and he realizes that Rollins can be trusted they are brothers again that's the show of physicality Ambrose needed to trust Rollins again so he starts taking out Cesaro he's going crazy takes out Sheamus eventually Rollins staggers to his feet and does like I don't know a dive something he usually does and they win they are the new Raw Tag Team Champions that's two out of three we've got two out of three of the Shield people reunited so elsewhere on the show don't hate me Roman Reigns wins the WWE title well yes win the Universal Championship yeah sorry the Universal Championship so you've got all three Shield guys with the belts Uh, you don't really need that but I kind of like how this plays out later now, in the months between SummerSlam and Survivor Series, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins find themselves going up against these new three-man factions of the form. You've already got Miz to Raj, uh, the Balor Club, kind of. They, they don't form, but Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson are hanging out more with Finn Balor. Finn Balor will come down to ringside and hang out uh, just next to them when they do their tag matches. Um, and you, Ambrose and Rollins just managed to come out on top every time but these other three-man factions on the raw roster are are really giving them some grief because they're always at a man disadvantage uh and it's this is sowing the seeds for something i keep pitching for raw which is the gang warfare era of raw which is just factions and factions and political trading and whatnot every now and again dean or seth says to each other backstage maybe maybe we could ask the guy to help us out and then the other one will go, no, 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 we're doing this our way. We don't need him right now. So that's just like an every now and again backstage tease. Now, several weeks before Survivor Series, this just plays out you know, it's just mm. on the pay-per-views in between <clears throat> and the weekly TV. Now, in the several weeks before Survivor Series, there's just like three-man faction chaos on Raw. And SmackDown has a load of it as well, but with, like, Sanity have debuted, I guess Harper and Rowan are back together. Uh, the New Day are a three-man group. The Colognes have brought back Carlito. Nice. Just chucking stuff out. Yeah, they yeah. just need some three-person groups. And uh, it's sort of like WWE has gone chaotic, especially these multi-person uh, divisions. We need to do something. So Kurt Angle ends one of the Raws with... Next week, it's going to be a cross-brand Raw. Mm. All the rosters are going to be here. And for, on, the, on the next week's show, you've got both SmackDown and Raw's rosters on Raw in like a big assembly, not assembly hall, but like catering. You know, it's live. They are backstage. This is your your closing segment of the show. And uh, where are we? As, and, and this is like a... It's The idea is it ties into the WWE 2K18 push. You know, you've got these dream cross-brand matches that you can do. Fantasy Warfare comes to life. Fantasy Warfare come for life, and that's when WWE 2K18 comes out in Survivor Series time. So you can you can base a lot of the advertising campaign around that, and it more naturally fudges in those video game references. Anyway, everyone's together in the hall for this announcement at the end of the show, and Kurt Angle, Daniel Bryan, and Shane McMahon are all up there. Don't want Stephanie, let's just pretend she's not around at the moment. And they say... Given the amount of chaos in both brands' tag divisions, we're going to have to do something to fix this. And the way we've thought to remedy it is that Survivor Series will see two multi-team matches 
that anyone from either brand can enter. The, the, the SmackDown match will be for the newly named WWE Tag Team Championships. Mm. So not the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. There's no brand there. And Raw's will be for the newly created Trios Championships. Oh, You've got a three-man belt nice. Oh, what was that? That's the, the microphone. microphone. We've got to get rid of that. Yeah. So that's replacing the Raw Tag Team belts. So now on SmackDown, you'll have the Tag Team belts. On Raw, you'll have the Trios belts. Uh, and if you want to be a three-man fact, because, you know, we're changing the rules here, Roster. So this is up to you. If you want to be a three-man group, you can apply to enter this match at Survivor Series for the Raw Trios Championships, and you will become a Raw star. You'll become a Raw faction. You can do the same for SmackDown. So we'll be uh, but taking appointments, write your names down at the, at the side when you exit, and we'll, we'll work this through in the weeks leading up to SummerSlam. It's kind of like a mini draft. It's a way to freshen up the roster six months or so after WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, tag teams apply for SmackDown, trios and three-man factions to Raw, or anything more, I suppose. So then you get that great scene of everyone filing out of the of the room and they're all in discussion new day is sort of talking about maybe we should go back to raw those three of us you're like oh but we could have the extra man advantage if we do stay with the tag team belts but none of the i think you could outlaw the the free bird rules where mm-hmm. it can trade between all three members a revival and the hardies are considering smackdown moves jinder and the sing brothers are walking out and one of the sing brothers goes maybe we could be no <laughs> i'm the star here you know you have some comedy there as well uh the and then once everyone's filed out of the room, there are only two people left, and it's Dean and Seth. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Effectively, their Raw Tag Team Championships, they've got to defend them in a in a three in a match against other three man factions. So they're just sitting there and they're realizing they're gonna lose them if they don't find a third member. And then walks into shot silently is Roman Reigns with his WWE Championship belt. Universal Championship. Universal Championship belt. And the other two stand up. This is all silent. And they're looking at each other. You drag this out for ages. Just let the crowd cheer and fill the fill the silence for you. And then Rollins puts out his fist and says, Rollins. Ambrose puts in his fist. Ambrose. And then Reigns, after an extended pause, Reigns. And then all three, not shouting, believe in the shield harking back to their old classic promos when they used to mm-hmm. say their name and then boom you've got the the shield back together the, ne- the next few weeks we'll have uh, lots of skits with job squads just interviewing with daniel bryan and kurt angle like i i had the idea of heath slater being at smackdown one day trying to convince drew mcintyre mm-hmm. to come let's be a tag team this is smackdown we can be a tag team together it's like i'm having quite I'm, I'm down at NXT at the moment. I want to win everything there before I come up. And then Jinder Mahal walks past them. <laughs> nice. And they just have like a three-person look, and then he walks off. You never like that guy. Uh, and th- then you have like elimination, because you don't want to just hand out the... Of course, the champions will be in there, but everyone else, you, you go through elimination matches to get the spots. Uh, the Raw trios matches slowly becomes, after, you know, process of elimination, it's the Shield defending against New Day, and the Balor Club. So you've got Finn Balor and Galanderson, and then you've got New Day and the Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose. Over on SmackDown, the Hardys are over there now, and they're facing the Revival and the Usos. 
whoever's champion over there. Oh, I guess actually, yeah, you can sort out who the SmackDown. Mm. By the way, Sheamus and Cesaro have split up. Okay. Because they're much better as single stars. Uh, I think anyway. So on the go-home show, Reigns, Rollins and Ambrose just have the standard clear the ring angle where they're getting rid of all the people who aren't in the match mm-hmm. that Sunday. It's all the people who lost out on qualifying. And they're clearing house and they're beating everyone up, doing the triple powerbomb spot, spears, Superman punches, that DDT that Dean Ambrose does. And they're standing in the middle of the ring. The copyright logo appears. Michael Cole is just creaming. And the, oh, the Shield are back together. And then... Lights come back on. The Wyatt family, Harper, Rowan and Bray are standing behind the S.H.I.E.L.D. members who were facing the hard cam to end the show. They turn round. Do you remember that shot? I can't remember before which pay-per-view it was. I think it was a Raw. but I think it was in England as well. But you had the S.H.I.E.L.D. facing off against the Wyatt family for the first time. Mm. And it was one of those moments where the hard cam actually started to shake. So I imagine I'd picture something like that. And then they just all start hitting each other. And that's how Raw ends. The next night on SmackDown, they say, we've done a deal. The Wyatt family will enter the Survivor Series match for the Trios Championships. So you fill in that gap. And then, yes, at the actual Survivor Series match, it comes down eventually to the Wyatt family versus the Shield. The Shield go over, winning the Trios titles, the new tag team titles on Raw. And... That that's that's my that's the crowning achievement of the of the Shield reunion. Where do you go from there? You hopefully Roman will be more over as a babyface now he is with the Shield, uh, and you can get some wonderful underdog storylines out of this where he has to essentially defend both belts on the night. Mm. So he'll open the show with these six person tags defending his trios title. And then he'll have to defend his actual... I really like that. Yeah, Yeah, his actual title in the main event. So maybe, heaven forbid, he might be over as a (sighs) babyface. And because you've had such furore around the establishment of these trio's belts, and I've always pushed for this. I pushed for this in the brand split when it first happened. I was like, make Raw and SmackDown as different as possible. And because there were so many great uh, three-person factions at the time, and I really loved that era of the shield where it was just six man tag six man tag all these amazing main events on raw and mm. various pay-per-views and there was nothing else going on at that time <laughs> they really like helped helped wwe through but this could be the the start of the new golden era of that and it's actually codified with a trio's belt all the other promotions have them I th- i'm pretty sure new japan has them of course all the mexican new, new ones japan do. Has them, yeah yeah and uh, ring of honor has trio's belts so I really like the way six-man tags work. I have always loved six-man tag teams, yeah. and so I would be very down for a uh, for a, a trios championship. Oh, so and yeah, so that it would be a great way to introduce the the championships themselves. So we're coming out of this as a recap. Roman's hopefully moreover as a babyface. You've got a really really solid trios division with new belts which feel like a big deal, and all the tag teams can go to SmackDown. So that now feels like a a bigger division yeah. Yeah. rather than just having four teams of course so the criticism of this would be oh you want trios we haven't got enough depth on the on the roster already like you're gonna absorb all these Franken teams into that like call up some people from NXT it's not like they're low yeah. on people let's yeah. be honest they've got a lot of people uh, 
and there's a load of people not to... being used on SmackDown. Like they mm. could easily make up a load of trios on there. Exactly. And if NXT takes a hit, like I suppose that's what it takes because Raw and SmackDown are your, are your cash cows. Mm. But yeah, that's that's my pitch. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Are you ready? I'm right. I'm looking forward to this because I'm. Yeah, let's yeah. let's hear this. Okay, so like yours, we are in the situation we are currently in, where Seth and Dean look to be positioning themselves for a championship opportunity against Shimaro. So we are in the build to SummerSlam. I felt like you. I should start breaking mine into segments. Although I don't think I do that much later on. But I started with the build to SummerSlam. Oh Jesus. Angle I might hold this. <laughs> Angle announces that next week we're going to have a four corners match for the tag team titles. Shimaro retain. Glanderson are taken out by the heart. Uh, taken out by Harper and Rowan, and invading Harper and Rowan. Hardys pin the revival, and then the revival cost the Hardys. So Shimaro retain. Uh, so this then builds up the uh, the Wyatt family reunion so they can go off and feud with the Balor Club because they took out Galanderson. So you can start building that feud up towards SummerSlam as well. And then you can do the Hardys and the Revival at SummerSlam. Shimaro claims there isn't a team that can beat them. Seth asks for the match, but Dean doesn't want to do it. It was a one-time thing. We just teamed that one week. We just had to take out the Miz. I'm not teaming with you again. I still don't trust you. It was a one one thing. Angle makes a number one contendership match for them versus Heath Slater and Rhino, which Dean's like, oh, God, all right, fine. You know, it's a minute to two time thing then. They win, and Seth again puts out the fist, but Dean doesn't bump. 
Angle announces that it will be Dean and Seth versus Shimaro at SummerSlam. Seth cuts a promo on Dean, saying like, come on, we are facing it. We're going for the tag team titles here. We need to work together on this. And Dean's like, I'm not sure I can trust you. And we're going for the titles, but I'm not sure if I really want to be doing this. And he walks away. Shimaro from outside come in and start beating down Seth. Dean, not sure what to do, runs in and goes to save Seth. And that is when they fist bump for the first time. And you have that moment when he saves them, they clear it, they clear the ring, Seth puts out the fist. Actually, I think Dean puts out the fist and Seth goes for it. Nice reversal there. So at SummerSlam, they win the belt because of course they do. They're the good guys. During Raw, in the, in the, in the uh, ensuing weeks, Roman keeps going up to Dean and being like, are you sure you're okay with this? Are you sure you want to go down this road? And Dean's like, you know what? I think, I, I genuinely think he's, he's turned, turned over a new leaf. I think he's a good guy again. I think he's, he, I think he's turned face. And uh, Roman's like, I mean, I've got your back if anything goes bad, but just be sure. Just make sure you're all cool with this. And I said, like, yeah, it's fine. So they feud with Shimara until Survivor Series. At Survivor Series, Shimara win the belt back when Seth accidentally knocks out Dean. But it also looks like it could have been on purpose. So, this is obviously... Dean's very angry about this because they've lost the tag belts. Not only that, but Seth, the person he's been putting this trust into, looks like he accidentally... Like he purposely took him out so they lose the belts. On Raw the next night, it is Dean versus Seth in the main event. Seth doesn't want to do this, and he walks out of the match. Kurt Angle forces them to have a match, and it's at the next pay-per-view, which is the December pay-per-view. I'm going to assume it's Backlash. I looked it up on Wikipedia. I couldn't find it, so I'm going to assume it's Backlash. So it's Dean versus Seth at the pay-per-view. Who should come out during the match but Triple H? He comes into the ring, pedigrees Dean while the referee is down. And then Seth covers, doesn't realise what's happened, Seth covers him. So it looks like Triple H helped Seth win the match. Seth, on the other hand, looks a bit confused by all this. He didn't ask for this help. Or did he? Roman goes out to Dean the following night. It's like, told you so. I told you this would happen. We couldn't trust him. Dean is pissed. We cut then to the Royal Rumble. At one point in the Royal Rumble... It comes down to death. Uh, I've done it now. De- death. Dean, Roman, and Seth. They're all facing off against each other. Rollins, seeing this as his opportunity to make amends, reaches out for the fist bump again. But they don't do it. Suddenly, Triple H comes from out the crowd with two mystery men. Triple H jumps into the ring and starts holding Rollins back, being like, "This was the plan all along. It's going out. It's, it's going exactly how we planned it. It's going out." And Rollins is trying to get out because these mystery men are beating down Roman and Dean. And Seth's like, "There's like, it's fine. This is exactly how we planned it. This is how we all wanted it to go down." The mystery men eliminate Dean and Roman, and then Triple H and his goons go off. Dean, pissed, you know, full of piss and vinegar, tries to get back in, and Roman holds him back being like it's not worth it do you know what it's just not worth it let's just let him do it Seth's in the ring pleading with him it's like I didn't ask for any of this it's not this is not what I wanted okay so I need to find where I am now so Triple H returns to Raw to announce that the shield wasn't a movement it was just an idea it was his idea and he said it was guys looking to take a chance and making a name for themselves so they decided so he has decided that he's going to create this new chance again for this new shield and he reveals that this, these mystery men were 
Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish that he's brought up from NXT. And he announces that Seth is the new leader of this shield because this shield, this new shield needs, a, needs an architect. Dean and, Roman, uh, Dean and Roman come out through the crowd to attack. Seth is nowhere to be seen. New Shield beat them down. By the way, they're not going to be called New Shield. That's just, you know, for the time being. So next week, it's Seth versus Roman in the main event with uh, Carl O'Reilly and Bobby Fish as the Lumberjacks outside. Seth throws Roman out and he's attacked. He's beaten down. And they throw him back in. Roman then throws Seth out. Stand back. Got no beef with you. They don't do it. Roman is pissed. Seth is confused. Literally, that's what my notes say. Next week, this team has announced themselves as Sword, the Hounds of Vengeance. As they come out and they call out Seth, Triple H again announces that Seth is the leader of this group. And Seth cuts an impassioned promo. It's the first time that he's actually spoken with them in the ring. And he said, I'm not leading this group and this has got nothing to do with me. Dean and Roman come out onto the ramp to just sort of see what's going on. And Seth begs for them to believe them. It's like, I've got nothing to do with this new group. They've got nothing to do with me. Triple H then cuts him off and reveals that this team doesn't need a leader or an architect. It just needs a game. And then they all three of them beat down Seth. Roman and Dean just look on and they walk away. Triple H announces at Fastlane, which I'm going to guess is Fastlane. It's the February pay-per-view could be backlash but i think it's fast lane uh, at fast lane it's going to be seth rollins in a handicap match against sword so against kyle o'reilly and bobby fish um uh, where am i blah, 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 blah. and that's a handicap match seth asks roman and dean for help they say no seth tells them that none of this is to do with him it's all triple h mind games they say this isn't mind games this is an architect's trap so at Fastlane, Sword pins Seth. Of course they do. It's a two-on-one handicap match. Seth's on his own. The Raw after Fastlane. Seth challenges Sword to a rematch at WrestleMania. But not just the two of you. I want Triple H in the match as well. I'm going to have a one-on-three handicap match because I've got nothing to lose now. I've lost my. I've lost my brothers. You've cost them. My, you've like. I don't. They don't have trust in me anymore. I've got nothing left to lose, and I want to beat the three of you up. And it will take. And I will do it at WrestleMania. Of course. They accept. It's three on one. <laughs> you have no friends. <laughs> uh, and they just keep reminding that Demon and Help, that Roman and Dean aren't going to help you out. They're not going to have to show up and help you out. Each week, the sword, sword beat down Seth. Do, Dean and Roman are not involved. Now, I've got a, an, I'll tell you a storyline, but I'm going to cut that all out. Anyway, it's the go-home show before WrestleMania. They've got this promo time. Sword come out. Seth comes out. And it's like, this is their final showdown before they come together at WrestleMania. It's a one-on-three handicap match. But Seth says, you know what? We don't have to wait till WrestleMania. Let's just do this now. And sort of like, oh, okay, yeah, let's do that. You've got no friends. And Seth goes, I don't need friends. I've got brothers. Shield music hits. From out of the crowd come Dean and Roman, head to toe in, head to toe in their shield gear. The shield finally reunite they step into the ring and seth reveals that it was an architect's trap but they walked right into it and then they beat them up clear the ring and they do the fist bump and it leads to a match between the sword v shield the hounds of justice versus the hounds of vengeance at wrestlemania and then after that you can have them feud with the Balor club and uh, the whites and things like that on raw nicely done mon frere thank you sir oh my hands are a bit sweaty oh. So it's all over this. <laughs> it is. 
So it might. Um, we should point at. We should have been pointing at it like the WrestleMania sign <laughs> after every Wrestle Ramble. So um, yeah. So whereas yours was, I really like about this building a new tag team, like making SmackDown the tag team division and making Raw the trios division. I was getting more storyline mm. with lots of emotional beats in there. I did, to be honest, mine was all based most on the fact of the funny interviews you could have <laughs> uh, with people trying to go over to, to SmackDown or Raw I like and th- have these yeah. ramshackle groups. I like the 3MB reunion. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, there is a poll now above our heads. Please vote in it with who you thought had the better Shield reunion scenario. And, of course, it's all over this. But please do. Don't let that play into it. Don't let your your sick fascination of what's in here that could ruin me really you should just you should vote for me because i had the better fantasy warfare scenario trios (laughs) did i mention 3mb reunion did i mention kylo riley and bobby fish on the main roster at wrestlemania that is strong but i imagine they're losing uh yeah but luke wants to beat the indie guys I want to reun like bring 3MB back. People like 3MB, ironically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, vote for me. Anyway, that's all we've got time for today. Thank you very much for watching. Click the videos that have just appeared over Luke's face to catch up with the latest Wrestle Talk news or Wrestle Ramble. Of course, subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Hopefully, another Wrestle Sketch this weekend. And what else do you need support, to do? Support, support Wrestle Talk on Patreon. This has been Luke Owen. I've been Ollie Davis, and that was Rambling. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.